now there's a scoreline extra, extra, extra here all about it. Yeah, you can hear all about the reactions from Kilkenny manager Derry Kling and leash manager Willie Marr after Kilkenny defeated them in round three of the league. Also Tom Mullally and Carlo's now top ever goal scorer. Yes, Mr. Marty Kavanagh, he talked to Brendan Hennessy after that fantastic victory over Down. Unfortunate news from a Kilkenny Camogie perspective, Brian Dowling catches up with us and speaks a bit about that. We'll also hear from Seamus Cheddar Plunkett, the new St. Martin's manager, as he looks to bring him back to senior glory. I know they're in the intermediates now, but sure, look, former All-Ireland champions and all that. We're also going to hear from the Freesbury crew, mad bunch of people that are dipping their toes in the cold water and the rest of their body for the whole month of February. Shamrock's GA joins us to talk about the upcoming Holden Plant Rental Day. And finally, Jim Nugent from Fort Rangers will talk to us all things about, you guessed it, Fort Rangers. We're going to start with Eric Ling, though. Yeah, first half was decent. Uh, second half, so-so, to be honest. You know, we made a few changes. Um, I couldn't... Yeah, I wouldn't get too excited about the second half, I think. Um, I thought we probably overdid it at times. At the back, we were a little bit shaky at times as well. So, look, there's... Um, just have to keep up on it. And towards the next two weeks now, again, we've, we've a lot of lads coming back. I thought it was an improvement. I thought it was definitely an improvement in the first half today. I thought we were sharp. I thought we were out of control. But as the game went on, just maybe with all the substitutions and things like that, we just lost our shape a little bit. Would you be disappointed having scored all the points you got that you didn't bag mm. a goal or two? Yeah, no, we have to start taking our chances. We had a couple of goal chances in the first half. And, you know, really we needed to carry the ball further and, and make sure of them. One or two of them were trying to force it, and you can't do that either. So, yeah, I would, I would be disappointed we didn't get on the block. That's... That's, it is what it is today and we'll have to um, just look to improve on that and of course you know Leach got 118 given how dominant Kenny were that was still a decent enough score yeah decent enough like I said in the second half I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be overall happy to be honest I thought you know I think we probably drew the match in the second half playing a bit of, against a bit of a breeze but um, yeah but overall look reason to be happy I wouldn't say we're not kind of taking today um, we're taking today seriously or anything like that um, we you know the players that we have available we're there and you know we're happy with them and look it's a good effort from everybody um, few more bodies hopefully coming back the next couple of weeks as well so um, but looking to looking to improve on everything again Very positive today I suppose without saying too much puck out we seem to create an awful lot of space you were doing something in training with puck outs this week it seemed yeah, look, I mean, we're doing a lot of work on everything, to be honest with you. I mean, the, the most important thing um, was kind of our attitude, and um, I thought that was really good, particularly in the first half. Um, wouldn't, have been, wouldn't have been happy against Tipperary how we performed, particularly in that first half. And today we just went at it. We, there was good energy about us. Um, we were good on the ball, worked the ball well. Yeah, some of the puck outs worked out well, so... It, it was decent. It was decent to a point, and then, like I said, we lost lost our shape a little bit, and uh, that's something. The reality of it is, we're going to have bigger tests coming up, and that's something we need to be, you know, we need to be uh, wary of. Um, when you go out of a game, you need to find a way to get back into it. Leash, I suppose, will be a little disappointed. You can't worry about them, but as you said, your players all over the field showed a great hunger and energy, a lot better than the last day. So again, a few harsh words, I suppose, in the last two weeks have maybe worked out. Yeah, I mean, look, the players, the players go to perform well all the time. When, when you know, the last day it didn't work out. What I felt the last day, we made a few mistakes and our heads dropped. And I think that's um, that's probably something we have spoken about definitely. And you know, we're going to make mistakes. It's the head up, and it's about the team and get on with it and uh, just be brave on the ball. But 
look, I thought, again, like our energy, um, things that we can control were much better today. But like I said, this is our starting point now. We need to kick on um, for the next two games that are coming up. Don't like mention individuals, but yeah. good to see some of your players coming back. Connor Delaney, particularly at fullback, was very strong today, and of course, then I suppose all over the field, Killian Buckley, a lot of the more yeah. mature players. Good to see them coming back and giving giving you more options, I suppose. Yeah, no, for sure. Like Connor has missed a good bit of hurling, and like that's his. You know, he only he's only really back in training the last ten days, hurling wise. Uh, so he performed really well today, and likewise with Tommy Welsh, he's only back as well. So we just gave him the first half, not to take any take any risk with him in the second half. Um, He's coming back from a kind of a an injury since the club campaign as well. So, look, it's all the time. It's getting competitive, and that's what we want. We want uh, we have a serious battle for 26 now for the next few weeks, and that's what we want. And it's going to be yeah, it's going to be hard and lads, and we'll look we'll look for really good training sessions now, and yeah, hopefully we can get stronger from it. Most Kenny supporters will just wonder about the, where TJ, uh, where his fitness levels, are and the likes of Richie Hogan. You have 46 on the panel. You can't carry 46 for the year. No, look, Richie, Richie would have been back a couple of weeks ago. Unfortunately, he had a bit of a strain in the hamstring and that kind of ruled him out for a few weeks and he's after putting in a huge effort. Um, TJ is the same. Like, really, TJ, like the latter stages of the league and um, kind of going with the medical team on that and, you know, I'm happy to do that as well. It's probably looking at TJ. We'd be lucky to have him before the end of the league, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's it's looking more towards Putting down the panel, Derek. Um, yeah, it's fairly soon now. Adrian is probably the end of the league as well he's training really hard so he still has a bit to go before he's back to play and I'm hoping the next two or three weeks he can really kick on and might be in a position possibly for the last league match um, that's best case other than that then it'll be a few weeks either side of that and just on the channel as well you brought most of them back today Ron was on the bench too good to have all them back as well as the other two in the weeks to come yeah, look, like I said, uh, players coming back like that, uh, they're only going to strengthen the panel, so that's what we want. We have a, pe- a competitive squad there now. So, yeah, it's good to have them back, and they're back in with the group, obviously, obviously the last two or three weeks, and today is probably their first bit of game time. We need you to get a bit of work into them, and, uh, yeah, they're all moving well. Thanks, Thanks right. Cheers. Thanks, Derek. A better shot. Yeah, no, look, absolutely disgusted with the first half, and we let the lads know that at half time. Uh, when you're playing Kilkenny or any of the top counties, you have to you have to go at them, and sure, we didn't lay a glove in the first half. Second half was a bit more decent, but look, the game was over, and look, that's it was uh, it was positive. We did something in the second half, but it says it made no impact on the on the on the result. Yeah, look, uh, we, we, we we got a huge amount out of the water match here. I think lads got a little bit soft in our minds as regards but we played well for 45 minutes with an extra man. So against Kilkenny, you can't afford that. Kilkenny were very good they were, they were playing the ball around very very well and uh, yeah no, look, it could have been it could have been a lot worse our lads did stand into it in the second half which is I suppose look commendable in, in some respect but uh, very disappointed with the whole thing it screams to me as regards just even that the levels of conditioning are, are, are very different between the, the, the counties uh, you look at the top teams again Tip we've experienced Tip Watford and Kilkenny in the last three or four weeks and conditioning they're, they're years ahead so I, I think maybe we just we're trying to run the ball into, into contact which you can't do against bigger, bigger athletes and bigger men we probably don't have the same skill set as a lot of these counties 
opportunities as well. So it's uh, look, it's it's a learning, it's up to learn learning the job. But as I said to you, absolutely disgusted with that first half, and uh, yeah, lots to learn on for two weeks' time, point because they've done a huge amount of work with with Dan and Eamon in the last couple of weeks in particular. But look, you, I suppose you can't do it in ten or twelve weeks, and that's all we're here. So it's just trying to improve what we can improve, learn from what we I suppose the mistakes we made today, both execution and uh, let standing off Kilkenny. But look, we'll we'll uh, we, we've a lot to ponder, we've a lot of plans to make now for for the next couple of weeks. But really looking forward now to going at Antrim and, and seeing we change. I suppose everything that's happened the last three or four weeks. Willie, I suppose playing as an underdog, you'd like to play with the wind. I suppose the wind was a big factor because you did have a very better second half. Kilkenny, twenty-one points to seven. Yeah, it's very hard to come back, but playing with the wind. Was, was, was it played a part in the game I think definitely yeah. look, uh, we, 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 want, we wanted to play with the wind and we lost the toss so that was uh, I suppose a, a thing that uh, yeah look again Kilkenny were at their ease in the first half we, they, we didn't lay a glove on them and we didn't we didn't go at them they were able to do what they wanted and uh, that's a big disappointment for us one of the changes that you know in the game, course of the game in the first half you had two chances to maybe bring it back to a level game would you believe and next thing Kilkenny went down uh, rolling with a great save and we got two points and that was a six point swing yeah. and Leash didn't need that no no which you need when you're the underdog. You need everything, and that's the that, that's something we did. We didn't we didn't uh, we didn't get. Even we missed a chance in the second half, which could have pulled it back. Musty Keys uh, out by the side of the post, and look, that would have. We need everything, and we didn't get it today. And uh, look, for better than any, they were they were more than well. A lonely spot when you're involved with a team and things not going well. We've all done it. We've all been part of it. But Leash still the leaders, the Paddy Purse and them still they kept plugging away in the second half. You have to be delighted with some of the leaders in the group. Definitely. Look, they're great fellas. They've given us everything over the last couple of weeks. That's the biggest disappointment for us as, as regards we're not getting. They, they got no reward for, for that effort. But look, we'll go back to the drawing board. They're a, a really united and good group there. They're giving us everything every night we come here. And look, we're, we're just look. We'll, we'll see where it takes us. But the, the focus is now two weeks and go to Corrigan Park. Thanks, Willie. Thanks, Thanks, Jens. Tom, that was impressive. Yeah, no, we're happy. Yeah, we're happy. Um, We're kind of making progress as as, as we're pushing through the league and hopefully strengthening up bit by bit, like, you know. Came at the right time because you're coming into a busy time now. Final two matches, awfully in a fortnight's time. Joe and Mac, not too far away. Move very well, and I think all the things you said to me and Kerry... You didn't mind lads making mistakes, provided they were doing what you wanted them to do. I think, to be fair, they've done that for you today. I know they've had a, have a very good two kind of productive two weeks. I mean, and so that I think we've we've pushed on physically and we've, we've tried to try to solve the problems that we had below below in in, in Tralee too. Like I mean, and stuff that way. But like I thought, there was a lot of character shown below in Tralee too, which was which we can't brush under the carpet. And the same that element of work was was part of our our performance today. Our use of the ball was a little bit better today. I mean, and when we we got we finished scores and maybe we didn't finish below in, in Tralee as well I mean so all those things come together and w- when we need them the next day and, 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 and many more days after that as well like you know A great return uh, that scoreline would win many matches yeah, I'd be happy with it. As, as long as it was one point to the good plus, we were we're, we're happy with it. I mean, and, and I mean, obviously, there's areas still from the game to kind of improve. I mean, we probably give away scores that we'd like not to give away. But in a game like this, when it, it can get a bit open after after a time, and I, I thought the boys adjusted well. Down down, we're obviously going to come hard after half time. Made some changes, and and, and and they were going to bring that level of, of I suppose open their game a little bit. It took us a few minutes to adjust to it, but once we did, we created opportunities again and got scores on the board, which is great to see. Yeah, I know good managers like. Have look at all stats, but uh, today Carroll had very few wides. It was remarkable for a high-scoring game. As the down, had very few wides. There were very few wides in the match. That's a remarkable stat in a high-scoring game. 
shows great accuracy from Carlo. Hopefully that continues. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no. Look at the lads are conscious of it. like the conversion rate's important to us. We've had games where we've been down in high twenties, early thirties. I mean, so that and like that's not going to win a game and against Kildare here in the league. That that was that was predict- particularly obvious that day. We did create opportunities. They weren't on the board, and hence the kind of scoreboard can 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 look a bit deflated at, at, at the end of the game. But today the conversion rate was was quite good. You mean, and um, we're happy with that. Yeah. Overall, the feedback from the Carlo supporters here overall a great team, great unit performance. And you introduce your bench, and to be fair, they all did quite well also when introduced. I know we're happy. Everyone we have whatever 34, 35 in the panel, and that's that's I think everyone is, is contributing, bringing bringing their part to it, and that's huge for us. I mean, and that'll be tested obviously in 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 the games ahead and stuff that way. But for today, it's it's a good job from everybody. Like, yeah, I wasn't aware of it, but I think in this league as well, like you lose two matches, you try and win your last few, and you've won today. But I think there's the, the winners will be the winners. But the second and third place is a playoff there as well in Division Two A. So I wasn't, I'm not sure whether you're aware of it. They seem to change it every year, but there seems to be a place for someone who finishes third or second there. So there's still something to play for here. Oh no, there is. Yeah, we're conscious of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I suppose like we're, we, like our, our our priority has been to kind of develop the panel and 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 push the panel. And these are competitions, and and as we're in competition, but you're right, second and third are are, are still involved. So I mean, obviously we still have something to play for at the minute. And but either way, they're competitive games, and we we need to compete that competitive element to kind of sharpen up in, in relation to what we're at kind of in terms of going towards towards the Joe Mac later down, kind of down the year OK well it's not too far away Tom we look forward to seeing you in Tullamore in a fortnight's time and uh, in fairness you said in Kerry what you're trying to do with this team developing you allowed for mistakes to be made and developing the way you said you don't remember some of the times but I recap for you that's what you said uh, we, I'll allow to make mistakes provided we try and play the pattern we tried to play there was very few mistakes made today and I tell you there was no mistake on that scoreboard so well done to Carl and well done to yourself in the backroom team good display thanks very much thanks, Tom. well done thanks yeah well done well done in that it was, it was great to watch we were very good Marty Cavanagh a great win for Carlo today but you added spectacle today and the special which you probably weren't aware of a lot of people weren't you've taken away Pat Cody's phenomenal record as the all time highest scorer for Carlo senior hurling so congratulations on that and Tom O'Lally said we can have a quick word with you but uh, well done on that and well done on a great win today 13 points you finished with yeah look it's great um, I suppose first and foremost the win was, was the main thing and we got that and you know, like we're work, working very hard in training there, and we've we've lads come back every week. You know, and we've a good old panel there now, and it's getting stronger and stronger. But big thing was the win. But obviously, on a personal point of view, it's um, obviously it's a it's a great honour for me to, to to pass someone like Pat, someone who I looked up to when I was younger, went to look look looked at Pat many times playing county and club like, and um, you know, to, to to pass him is it's an absolute honour and. Uh, yeah, look, I wasn't really. I knew it wasn't far away from it, and I just try not to think about what it. It's done now, and, and look, we can move on now, and I try out to now as best I can, try the team going forward. Gerard Dale has just said the county peer to me. He said, when you're having a word at Marty, tell him we didn't put the total on the programme today. They didn't want to put the pressure on you, but in fairness, you finished well today. You've had a great career so far, Marty, and this win couldn't have come at a better time for Carla because you're coming into the last two games in the league, the John Mack is around the corner, and that was a complete performance there. Great performance by the lads. Yeah, big performance, um, big panel performance, and um, look, as I said, we're working very hard. And like, we're, look, we're, I know we we lost down in Kerry, we, we lost down there, and, and we had two sentences off. And uh, look, I suppose you can look at them what, what way you like. They thought they were harsh enough, but I thought the attitude of the lads down there was brilliant. And that's what we're trying to work on and improve every day of training. Or just our attitude and just working till the end and working for each other and trying to get the unity 100% kind of run into championship. But it's a big win today. It kind of takes a little pressure off going up to Offaly now. And we, we, we went up there a few last year and we won't, won't fear them. But 
Look, we've two weeks now to prepare for that, so it's great. And we've lads back now. Chris is back in the fall now again, and Jack, Richard, back from injuries and stuff like that. So it's brilliant. The panel's getting stronger, training's going well. So I'm um, looking forward now again. Fine panel, and everyone working well together, Marty. You were to go back. You were unfortunate, and Kerry. You could have been mm. one, just unfortunate in the end. But collectively today, great scoring, great defending, very little wide. So it's coming together fairly well. But uh, we won't get too carried away about today. There's a lot of work still to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, look, it's just it's another it's another game uh, ticked off the list now, and. Uh, a uh, bit of pressure off us um, but we really wanted to win today and we just wanted to work hard for each other was the main thing in the dressing room we said just work work for each other and the, the hurling will take care of itself and it did we worked hard and we, we, we backed each other up we worked in packs and our scoring was very good we were very efficient once a goal and 5-24 is a great score it's brilliant now and uh, we'll try and improve on that again now OK well Tom said I uh, said tell him on your injury under him to keep scoring uh, on a more serious word Pat Cody sends his best and said it's tremendous to hand it over to a man of your calibre and now that you said you looked up to him as well but you're keeping mm. it in the club down there but uh, <laughs> listen congratulations you've given us a few great days out the team gave us a great day out there Martin we look forward to some great days in the summer keep up the great work and congratulations on your record which is only secondary to what Carol have done today but for yourself it's a great milestone and congratulations mm. to you your club and your family and well done appreciate it Brent thanks very much guys. Thanks. thank you Brian Dowling, disappointment, you lost the second league game to Galway. I don't know what it is, but both teams always bring out the best in one another. And one way you must be happy with the performance compared to last week's game, but still disappointment with the loss. Yeah, look, disappointing to lose in, in Northern Park at home, especially. And I thought when Julian got the goal there, we were in a great position, but probably never kicked on. But look, said to the girls there, um, it's still early in the year. Obviously, we want to be winning league games. Um, that probably puts us out of the league now. But look, we have three league games to go. We're going to try and improve. It was a huge improvement on last week, I thought. Um, got some great scores. Obviously, you know, gave away a lot of scores. Um, got, we got a lot of frees in the second half. You know, some of them very harsh, I thought, myself. But anyway, um, look... Galway are a great team and we know that every time we play Galway um, we have to be at our best and we probably you know, weren't for the last maybe 10 or 15 minutes and Galway punished us like, like the great team they are The intensity today Brian was unbelievable like it was chalk and cheese compared to last weekend but still there's mistakes being made and your first touch and the hand and you probably wouldn't be too happy with a lot of it yeah, but like we haven't much hurling done, you know. We we can't expect look, we're disappointed we made mistakes, but like we have to be realistic as well. Like, you know, at this time of the year it's very hard to get hurling done, you know. You're trying to balance it. Like this week we'd won we'd one session on Wednesday, you know, the girls played a tough game Sunday, one session Wednesday night, you're trying to get hurling into them as much as you can, but you can't just turn on a switch and your touch is gonna to be brilliant straight away. Look, uh, we have to get the timing right, it's gonna be a long year, yes. We've Leinster Championship, we've not earned series and we're not gonna panic. Um, obviously we'd like to stay in the league as long as we can, but that's with the structure now, we have to be in the top two and we're probably gone out of that now so it's just all about being competitive and trying to get as many wins as we can Like you said when Julianne got the goal you were after hitting 1-4 on the bounce brought it back to a point ahead at that stage 112 to 111 did you think you were going to push on a small little bit? Yeah, I was hoping we would anyway you know. but look I suppose that's a good sign that we turned Galway around and got one point up but maybe we don't have the, the, the fitness in the legs to push on even further you know. I'd be, I'd be obviously if this was in the middle of the championship and that happened I'd be extremely disappointed but um, look uh, we, we did well to come back and obviously we didn't push on after the goal which was disappointing For yourself now next weekend you have Dublin I suppose it's a bit of a quagmire for yourself as well like because Kieran's College is out the same day in the uh, the All-Ireland Schools semi-finals uh, against Cash and I think that's down for Nina so uh, how are you going to manage the two? Well I was trying my very best last week to work around it in fairness to the colleges um, our game's at 12.45 and I was trying to get to Camogie to half four, but uh, no, no joy there, unfortunately. Look, I'm very disappointed. I'm going to have to miss one of the games. Um, 
which is obviously not what I want, you know, but uh, I can't be in two places at one time. I was hoping to get to the two games. I looked for half four in Parnell Park, but was told it can't happen. So, look, it's very disappointing. Um, you know, I want to be in the two places. Obviously, both teams mean a huge amount to me, and I just have to, I won't be one, one place or the other. But look, wherever, is, wherever I'm not there, um, look, we've a good management team in place, and we just have to drive it on. A couple of players didn't play today for particular reasons, etc. But you have a couple of players still out injured. That's to come back the likes of Casey Nolan, etc. Any uh, progress on herself? Yeah, look, uh, Casey Nolan is, getting, is close. She's a hamstring problem, so she's working away. We're not going to rush her back. She'll, uh, she's still another couple of weeks away. Um, Kelly Ann Doyle will, is, is back. Um, you know, we, we were told to hold her back today, but she's back in full train now. Uh, hopefully, get minutes into Kelly Ann next week. So Aoife has a couple of weeks behind her. Um, you know, she did a cruise a couple months after, but Aoife is doing well. She's back running on the pitch now. So look, we need everybody. Um, you know, again, the main thing for us in the league is that we find some players and. You know, it was Ash McCarty's first start today and she got three points to play. She was a real uh, ball of energy there today. So I looked delighted the likes of Ash there pushed on. That's what we need. And if we, if we can come out of the league and say that we found three or four players competitive in the last three games, I'd be very happy. And to be fair, some of those players are putting their hand up at the minute, especially after the last two games. Yeah, look, and that's what we need. You know, we're not going to win anything with 15 players. And obviously we've lost some players and, you know, that's what happens. And you have to keep, you know, keep revolving and try to find new things and new ways of playing. So... Look, we tried a few different things today, you know, like Julianne inside and things like that, and you know, it worked. Any ball we got in, I thought she was she was a handful there. So, uh, look, there's there's a lot of positives, there's a lot of things to work on. But I thought the attitude today was excellent from the girls. And look, I was disappointed. I was I, very, I was much more disappointed last week in Clare. You know, we we hurled for eight minutes down in Ennis, and that was it. And whereas today, I thought we had lovely patches of hurling, just couldn't finish off the job. And look, hopefully, as the summer goes on, get more hurling into these girls. That we we'll basically drive it on for longer. Look, I know it's never easy to talk, especially when you lose a game, but it's all. Always, thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, Mark. Laura Murphy, you missed the last day, uh, unfortunately, with due to a school trip, but. Great atmosphere here in UPMC, Nolan Park today against Galway. Just unfortunate to come up that small, a little bit short. What was your overall feeling of the match? Um, I thought it was a very competitive match um, from, from start to finish. I think both teams went out and uh, look, we were both looking for a win after results last weekend and uh, you know, gave it everything. And look, lots of work to be done um, up against Dublin next week. So we'll just be focusing on that uh, moving forward. What is it about Kilkenny Galway games? You bring out the best in one another. I mean, we've seen it last year in Championship. The same today. It's only round two of the league, but it had a real Championship feel to it out there. Yeah, absolutely. Every day we go out against uh, Galway, you know, it's sure to be a good game. Uh, you know, we all go 15 on 15, man for man, and it's just uh, hurling from, from start to finish. Uh, and it was the same again out there today. Tough losing the first two games, but there's still three games left in the National League. Good result in the three games. You could potentially still go forward for the knockout stage. That'll be the, the next focus, surely, Dublin the next day. Yeah, look, we're just focusing on the next game ahead of us now, which is Dublin. Uh, we need a result now. Uh, you know, two, two, two losses, um, and uh, you know we, we want to improve for next weekend. So that's just our focus at the moment. Perfect. Thanks, million as always, Laura. Thanks very much, Martin. Now I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by former Leash manager Seamus Cheddar Plunkett to look ahead to Kilkenny's clash with Leash tomorrow. A game you can hear live on KCLR course from half past one with throwing at two o'clock. Well, we'll also be discussing his return to the club scene in Kilkenny with intermediate side St Martin's Cheddar. How are you? Very good now, Robbie. Um, Cheddar, I suppose we'll just focus on the Kilkenny and Leash game first of all, if you don't mind. You, I suppose we'll start with Leash because that, that's the perspective you would have came from for so many years. How do you feel they are coming into this campaign with Willie Maher in charge? 
I, I think they'll be looking forward. They're certainly looking forward to, to the game tomorrow, Robbie. Um, look, it's a game that's in a more park, uh, first of all, and um, you know might have had a tough day out against uh, Tipperary the first day, but there was a lot of positives from the, the Watford game the last day. And look, the, 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 it was the game was in the Belgian pass, uh, probably going into the last quarter, and Watford pulled away at that stage. Um, so I think I think it'll be it'll be it'll be an interesting game, and certainly Leeds will look forward to it. And you know the fact that it is in a more park, um, you know I, I, I'm never a huge believer in um, you know home and away pitches and all of that, like. You know, good teams should be able to play anywhere, Robbie, really. And, and um, Carol Healy used to often say in our dressing room um, that, look, what is it? It's a pitch with two goalposts and white lines and so on. What's the difference in it? But, but yeah. I suppose, you know, particularly for um, an underdog team as such, playing at home, you have just that less uh, hassle to deal with. And, you know, obviously you're, you're, you're used to it and all of that. Um, so I think they look forward to it. And, and that, that, uh, you know, really, I think maybe has made um, you know a couple of positional changes that is interesting and that would be interesting tomorrow as well Robbie um, you know Ryan Milani would have been always known in leash as, as a half back or you know certainly certainly a defender anyway uh, but with his club last year he was moved up to centre forward and was quite successful in the Leeds championship here um, and um, and Willie has moved him back up there again. And against Water for the last day, um, he scored, didn't score two goals. He couldn't score three or four, to be honest with you. He's a, he's a very, very big man. Um, and very, as a quick man for a big man. And I think, um, I think if Richie Reid is starting centre back tomorrow, uh, you know, look, he'll be a handful for anybody, especially in the air and that. Um, and I think the other side of it, there's a number of experienced players back from injury from Leash. Uh, you know, if you look at Willie Dunphy and Stephen Marr, uh, they're sort of free from injury as such and they've, they've been spearheading Clark Balakala in club hurling here in Leash um, you know who, who've been champions here for a number of years now um, and you know you need those um, hard-edged experienced players particularly at that level of hurling and just, you know particularly the division one of the league and particularly against Kenny um, to, 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 to see you through a number of other players back Podgelaney got injured with us last year he broke his collarbone against Dublin in Parnell Park um, you know his his, his you know, some of these are, are, are serious players who have come through college assistants and that as well. Um, and I suppose when I look at, you know, I, I obviously know a good little bit about okay, Kenny Hurling um, and Lee's Hurling. And I suppose, you know, when, when the strength and depth of both counties, there's a big, big difference probably in that. Um, so Lee's needs all our players. And when they have them back, they'll be, they'll be competitive. So I'd say they'll be actually looking, they'll certainly be looking forward to tomorrow. When you were in charge of Leash and you were coming up against maybe a Kilkenny or a so-called bigger team that maybe will be contending for the Lee McCarthy Cup later into the championship, what did you look for in the early rounds of the league? Was it about the result, performance, how they competed? What, what were the key things you wanted to take away from a game like we'll see tomorrow? I suppose it's different. Uh, there's, you know, it's different phases in years, uh, Robbie. You know, you might be looking for different things. If you have a settled team, you're looking to try and and uh, uh, find performance and um, look. I suppose find to get to find the right blend of the team to play the way you want to play. And that's no different from Derek. I think you know when I look at Derek and look at the teams that's out. Um, you know, he's moving players around. He's moving different players. I think he's just trying to find a right blend in the team to be able to play the way he wants to play. But for Leeds, it's a, it's a little bit different. Look, you know, we, we, we face the facts. We have been underdog in most of these matches, and it's really, really important for Leeds and Westmeads and, and, and all of these teams to try and stay in this division. Um, so, so 
result is really, really important. You know, you don't have that same flexibility to be able to try things out as such because you look, our strength and depth wouldn't be anything like the Kilkenny's would be. Um, so you don't have that real uh, opportunity to, to, to do that. And, and the results are important to you. And I suppose when I look back on last year, uh, Robbie, sometimes you can be hit badly with injury or something like that, and you can get some bad results. And you know, they can affect you, can affect your self-belief and your confidence. And at that stage, um, so the like, you know, the the, the Carlos and Usher's and Westmeads who go up to the Division One, and you know, really, really try hard to stay there, have a lot of other things started going on that affect them that may not affect you know the top four or five teams. And it's funny that you mentioned that because something that I wanted to touch on was the likes of Leash, particularly, obviously, you know, in the focus now because they're playing Kilkenny tomorrow from our perspective. But also those teams, you know, Carlo, as you mentioned, maybe Antrim, Westmeath, those sides, they seem to over the last 10 years, particularly Leash, I suppose, um, have really bridged that gap to as much an extent as they could within that time frame. What do you feel needs to happen within those counties? And again, I suppose you're coming from a leash point of view. What needs to happen for them to get even closer to the top counties? Is that feasible within you know a certain time frame? How do you see that panning out? I know. I, I think it is, Robbie. Um, look, it's an interesting question. I've probably been asked this question a number of times. Um, look, I'm just dealing with the facts as they are here. I, I'd like this to be very, very different, obviously. Um, but there's only, no more than any club in Kilkenny or no more than any other county, there's only one way to do it, and that's with a, you know, a magnificent underage development program yeah. that can put your players through. You know, you'll, you'll see that probably first happening at minor level, um, and then you'll actually see it in other areas as well. You'll see the number of players that you have played the given Cup and all of those things. Um, uh, but, but, but look, it's going to take that, but that takes, you know, that's a huge, huge job. Um, you know, we'll take an awful lot of external support and all of that as well for that to happen because uh, you, 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 you've got to reinvigorate the whole hurling area within your within your county. But the, 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 the strength of this at the minute is, um, you know, and I might use Kilkenny or use Westmead as the example, you know, uh, probably the best Westmead team you've seen or we have all seen and we're hurling people here um, for a number of years. And, you know, I would say that I would say the same thing applies to Westmead. Westmead really needs now, you know, a huge effort put into the development. And I think you're seeing a little bit of that in Ashley at the minute with Michael Dignan. Um I, I actually looked at the, the uh, college's game last weekend, you know, which was sort of a remnant of the Offaly minor team from last year. Um, and success breeds success. Players get confident. And particularly, I, I can certainly recall lots of comments from the Offaly team of the 90s. And, you know, their regular comment was, well, look, we've beaten Kilkenny at minor level. We don't fear them at senior level. And, of course, they had, whatever they had, 12 or 14 or 15 years of success against Wexford and Kilkenny's and Dublin's. Uh, based really on that premise that they got the act together at other days level one minors, one minor all Ireland's, one two of them, or one three or four of them in the end, um, and had that level of confidence to go on and then play at, at the real top level of hurling. And I think you know you're seeing a lot of that happening in Offaly again. They're certainly getting a lot of teams right at under age level in Offaly and getting some success clearly with the minors last year, which they should have won. But also winning a, a, a Leinster College's final against Kieran's doesn't happen too often a week ago. Yeah, it seems to be something that really needs to um, or that is mentioned a lot the fact that underage is the way to go to get things right but just just looking at the senior team this year the league obviously is still going ongoing and then they'll go into the Joe McDonough Cup is that where the priority lies do you think? Uh, without a doubt yes it is um, and uh, looked at it, they've a really good leash have had a really good 
um, experience from that a couple of years ago. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a platform that you can build something on then for, for to be a sustained success. Um, and, and that's what you're trying to do. You know, it's not just simply good enough to win Joe Mack and then just leave it at that. It's as much really looking at it to use it as a platform to get a sustained performance at the top level, um, uh, you know, if you can. And, um, you know, it's not easy, but, but certainly that's where the priorities would lie for Willie, I would think. And just to look at Kilkenny and Derek Ling, it's his first year in charge. Obviously, it's not really anything that any other inter-county manager in the history of the game can relate to in the sense that he's taken over from, you know, the greatest of all time in Brian Cody. But something that you can relate to is going into an inter-county job in your first year. What's that like and how do you attack the first year in comparison to maybe when you're more comfortable in the role in the years to come? Derek probably has lots of advantages. He's he's coming in from first of all from being with the under twenties, but actually from being with a successful under twenty team. Um, so he has he has you know lots of advantages with that about being able to blend young players that he knows very well um, into a senior setup. Um, but it, it is very difficult, and um, look, it, it is nothing to what. There's nothing prepares you for it, really, I suppose, even in the 20s. And, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to hear Derek's comment on this rather than my own. Um, but, it's, you know, it's a really, really huge step up for you as a manager as well, uh, getting to know players, getting to know what makes them tick. You might have seen them umpteen times, as we've seen some of the great players from, you know, from Kenny over the last 10 or 12 years. I'm sure you have to understand an awful lot more than that. And, and then if you're trying to change the way to play um, in any shape or form, you might even be just looking at change a puck out or something like that. Um, you, that you know, it's very, very difficult to, to do that. And, you know, Derek is a, Derek is a difficult job. Um, I suppose he's, he's lucky in the sense, as I said, that he knows a lot of the younger players to come in. Um, but he also has some, you know, the great strength and depth in that. But it's certainly not easy for Derek. And for Kilkenny this year, as with Leash, I suppose Joe McDonough Cup is the priority there. The, the All-Ireland Series will be the priority for Kilkenny starting with the Leinster Championship a little bit later this year. How do you see them going from the outside looking in? I suppose us Kilkenny fans are very hopeful of another pursuit of an All-Ireland title, but where do you see them in the pecking order right now? Well, I'd say I've never known a Kilkenny fan that that doesn't see winning an all <laughs> as, as the ultimate goal here, Robbie, yeah. and uh, rightly so, because I think that's what makes Kilkenny great. Um, and look, I, I, I think clearly Limerick are the, if you quote a business term, or the market leaders here. Um, but when we look at sports teams over the years, uh, sometimes they slip a percent or two in any given year. And if they do, that's the margin of victory here. You know, the margin in Ireland last year was nothing. Um, and if they're able to slip up or to get you know, another injury that would keep there, I know they were missing Keane last year, um, uh, that would, you know, that would, that would make, a, uh, that would level things up very, very quickly. So I, I think Kikeni has some really good young players come in um, you know there's strength and depth in the quality of talent when you look at Billy Drennan you look at Garo Dunn from Tullerone I've seen Saw Garo Dunn playing below in Ballaragan in a club match um, maybe in the middle of last year um, and he, he certainly stood out and you know, the likes of Timmy Clifford I'm just looking at some of the you know even the likes of Keane Kenny's not making the team tomorrow oh, I know very well um, I think there's some interesting things tomorrow as well what Derek is looking at um, I haven't seen Dara Cork on a Kenny panel for a while and I just I, I Know, obviously know a lot of hurling people in Kilkenny that would have been looking for that maybe for the last couple of years um, interesting that Paddy Budden is starting to the field so I think Derek is looking at a lot of players here that have shown a lot 
sub hurling um, in, in Kilkenny um, over the last couple of years and it's all he needs to get is one or two uh, players that's you know he's not looking for four or five players he just needs to get maybe one or two and certainly certain type players that graft around the middle of the field um, you know certainly would be helpful to him I think Kilkenny will miss Connor Brown a lot this year I obviously know Connor from my time in, in James Stevens, um, but his ability to graft and, and the, the grit he plays with um, will be missed in any team and I think Kilkenny will miss that this, this year but you know maybe, maybe Paddy Mullen is a replacement for that type of player um, you know to get around the middle middle third I, I don't like the, the, the cliches um, but you know to mop up the breaking ball and all of that around there so I think I think uh, Derek is looking at you know a lot of things to fit into the way he wants to, to shape his team and build his team and that and look at the, at the end of the day you're looking at the likes of Owen Cody and TJ to come back um, and you know even when you look at the strength of Walter Walsh and some of these players that, that you know on any given day can turn a game and have turned games um, I think he has an awful lot of things uh, going for him it's just a matter of getting the right blend uh, playing, in the, playing in the right way that he wants to play um, and I think he'll be using the league to look at that but the other side of that is the Leinster Championship's not going to be easy to your leader and, and uh, you know getting through um, I can certainly recall last year um, all of the teams even if they could beat you, they would beat you as much as they can as they could because they knew that that um, you know maybe scoring difference uh, you know would, would would mean a difference in the end. Uh, so even the Leinster Championship, despite all the Munster people sometimes uh, um, I won't say ridiculing it, but, but but certainly not talking it up anyway, um, is a is a quite difficult cha- championship to win. And you know Henry coming in with Carl, he'll want he'll want Galway to win it as well. Um, so I, I think. Look, Kilkenny on any given year, I've never known it to be any different. Kilkenny on any given year have a great chance of winning in All Ireland. Um, But even just getting through Leinster is difficult enough in itself uh, before you get there. But I think, look, without doubt, I think there's a team forming here in Kilkenny, and there's some young players in Kilkenny here who who would match the young players that have come through over the last couple of decades in Kilkenny. And once you have that, you have a great chance of winning in All Ireland any year, Robbie. That's good to hear from a, from a Kilkenny fan's perspective. Just briefly before we move on from the intercounty chat, Cheddar, um, both in the All Ireland series and in the Joe McDonough Cup, because of course we'll have all eyes on that from a Carlo point of view as well. Are there any teams that you really have a keen eye on this year? A lot of new management setups as well, of course. Who will you be looking out for more than most this season? But I look across all like I look across all counties, Robbie. But there's actually one that's standing out at the minute is Kildare. Um, not, not a lot of people mightn't be paying attention to that, but I am. Um, and um, you know, hurling in Kildare, I can think back, Robbie, um, and certainly some of your listeners can to a time when Kildare were very strong. When the likes of Pat Dunny, who was a serious footballer, was also a serious hurler, um, and. And they, 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 they've put a lot of effort into that, and particularly uh, Nays have come very strong this year. I mean, Nays beat beat um, Dan Fort this year, right? I think, and I know I actually know they yeah. shouldn't beat him, but but Nays have been very very strong all along. Even playing, I know you know not a lot about Michael Kenny because to play in some of the juvenile championships in Kilkenny, um, yeah. and and um, you know I'm actually looking 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 at Kildare or seeing how they're doing, um, and there's a lot of a lot of counties like that, you know. I'm not looking down or looking up in any county here, but you you have Carlo who have, who have some superb hurlers. When you look at the Carlo IT team that are the IT Carlo team. 
think as they're called now, uh, who contested uh, Fitzgibbon semis and finals. Some of the better players in it were Carla players. And, and, and um, you know, so there's, there's real quality in some of these counties. Um, so, but you asked me a question. Actually, the, the county that I'm actually looking at, clearly you'd be interested in looking at what, what, what we're going to do under Davy. Clearly you'd be looking at Tipperary because you're going to see something different under Lee and Cattle, different style of play um, and all of those things. You'd be mad to look at Galway and see what Henley is doing in Galway. And, and, and equally, Clare might not have had a great uh, start to things. Um, but... Brian Lawn is going to energize that team again, and they're going to be there thereabouts. They nearly had a limited turn upside down last year. You know, you'd be looking at all of these counties, but just one little, uh, one side county that I'm quite interested in looking at their performances till there, and, and I, I think they're building something there, and I'd be interested to see how they get on. Yeah, of course, they're led by uh, former Kilkenny All-Ireland winner David Herity too, so we'll certainly be interested in seeing how Kildare go in the Joe McDonough Cup and in the remainder of the league campaign this year. A lot of new managerial teams, as I said, and one place where there is a new managerial team and what I'm particularly focused on because it's my own club, St. Martins. You've gone in, you're the manager there. Could you give us a bit of an insight into how that came about and why you felt that was the right decision for you? Um, I suppose, Robbie, when you go out of inter-county management, um, look, a lot of clubs approach you to to take over um, to take over their, their team, and that um, I do often think, you know, I do often think that maybe that done with, and not an awful lot of analysis of the county manager and all of that. But anyway, that's team scale, so to speak. Um, so you have a lot of you have a lot of opportunities to go where you want to go, and, and uh, but look, uh, um, I think. I think Martins, um, you know, I know a lot about St. Martins. Um, look, St. Martins were a former All-Ireland winning club, as you know. There's not too many of them around. There's actually not too many of yeah. them around in Kilkenny. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, 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 I think they're a, they're a progressive club. Um, they're hungry to get back to the top level of hurling Kilkenny and in Ireland. Um, and, you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of work going on off the field and on the field in, in St. Martins. And, and uh, you know, that work for me and um, there's certainly a lot of forward thinking people there and, and uh, I, there's no doubt there's, a, there's a, a good bit of work to do to get back there but equally there's a lot of young players coming through that um, you know you have an opportunity to, 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 to build something around but look it's a big big step up in Kilkenny as we all know uh, from juvenile up to adult it's just a completely different game really um, and there's no guarantee that some of those young players will step up but look there are things that I'm looking looking forward to um, and um, there's, there's great pride in the club all of those things are in Part of the community spirit in the club and all of those things, all of those things are important to me, and and um, so, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it, Robbie. Yes, it's, it's a clearly Kilkenny. You know, I know a lot about Kilkenny going back a long number of years, um, and, and it, I was I was honoured to be to, to, to be involved with the village for a couple of years as well. Um, but look, the intermediate championship in Kilkenny could probably win most senior club championships in other counties, and and I've often said that the top two or three teams in the intermediate championship Kilkenny could probably could maybe beat the bottom two or three teams in the senior championship yeah. Kilkenny it's that close and I think that's a real credit to Kilkenny Robbie to be honest with you I think that's one of the things that makes hurling great in Kilkenny it is hugely competitive and ruthlessly competitive um, and if you just I suppose look across um, we see Tullerone took, took them a number of years to actually get through didn't look like they were going to do it um, and then we look at uh, you know we look at them since they've, look at where they've gone since and we even look at their players I think there's probably five players on the Kilkenny panel tomorrow four of them starting which is which is 
which is their progress for them. And then you look at Thomastown, who are almost in the very same position, working really, really hard um, and, and just finally people think that breakthrough because simply all of the, the competitiveness in the championship is huge and I think that's that's really great you go to see a match at Kenny and it's hammer and tongs no matter what team is playing you can beat by any team um, so that's going to be a, a real I, I don't like the appreciate words but it's going to be a real challenge for us in, in St. Martins you know there's some serious hitters in the intermediate championship and some serious players I mean probably looking at our neighbours Connie with Lakes of Tom Phelan and James Bergen you know you've seen our inter-county players uh, stars of inter-county players play at an intermediate level in Kilkenny if you look at last year with you know even you look like likes of of um, of, of um, the um, bench forward to players that they have playing in that you know there's serious players playing in this intermediate championship um, so it's going to be a, it's going to be a, a right challenge um, to have a go off of but just really looking forward to it Robbie to be honest with you that's great to hear L- last season it didn't go exactly according to plan we, we didn't we lost all of our group games unfortunately in the league and then we we stayed up because we won a relegation semi-final and then made the intermediate quarter final so uh, probably made as best to campaign out as a out of it as we possibly could but I can only imagine a man with your kind of aspirations eventually wants to get St. Martins back into the senior ranks when will you feel as though that's feasible is it about going for from the first year on or how are you going to approach this because I suppose getting back to senior is what everybody in the club wants ultimately no, no, I, well, I, I certainly hope so, and that's you know that's certainly um, what I'm feeling from people. Uh, that should be aspirations of everybody here, and and uh, to do everything you can to get there. Um, look to answer your question, Robbie. Look first, we, we've been sort of probably hit before we started to get started. You're probably aware three of the three of the lads from last year um, have gone abroad. Yeah. Uh, we've just a number of sort of sort of long term injuries that um, that you've got to sign to try and clear up as well. Um, uh, but look, most clubs are facing that. All clubs, all players, I believe it's great that players have the opportunity to go abroad and experience different things and that. And all clubs have those. So you've got to deal with that. Um, I suppose, uh, uh, first of all, Robbie, I suppose I just need to know more about the team and see the team play and in games and all of that. Um, but you're going out to win every match you can. You can't just go out in year one and say, ah, look, we'll, we'll just tip along here and we'll, we'll see where it gets us. Um, you know, no more than any of the other teams in the, the division. They'll be going ball-headed to win matches. Uh, but, uh, you know, it may take a year, maybe maybe, maybe a little bit with it, to be able to blend things and for younger players to come along, uh, blend into the team, understand what adult hurling is about because it's very, very different to underage hurling. Um, and, and uh, you know, get, I suppose, not too similar to what I was saying while I go about Kilkenny, uh, you know, find a way of playing and find the best players to fit into that. And that it'll, it'll take a little bit of time. But you've seen other years as well, Robbie, with other teams that that, that happens quicker than others. So, you know, we'll be working hard to try and make that happen if we can. Um, look, I'm not that terribly concerned about last year and you know it is what it is um, and uh, just looking forward now to improving ourselves improving and developing players uh, individually first of all and then, and then um, trying to improve them and develop the team playing in a certain way to, to get the best out of ourselves um, and we'll go, we'll go really really hard for that well, I'll certainly be looking forward to it as well. Obviously, I wish you the very best of luck and hopefully you bring success back to the club. We all really are hoping for that. And uh, Cheddar, thanks ever so much for speaking to me. You're very welcome, Robbie. Cheers.
You're very welcome back to Scoreline. We'll be getting post-match reaction from Willie Maher and from Marty Cavan and now Carlo's all-time leading goal scorer and Tom Mullally also will be hearing from after Carlo's victory over Down. But speaking about victories, there was a massive victory in the KCLR McCalma Cup opening round when defending champions Evergreen managed to be knocked out by none other than four Rangers. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by a man I haven't spoken to since they got promoted last season, Mr Jim Nugent from Fort Rangers. Jim, how are you doing, sir? Not too bad, Shane. And yourself? I'm very good. I'm very good. Well, first, I'll, I'll start off with that. That was such a, such a big, monumentous win. It really blew the whole McCalman Cup open, didn't it? Well, it did, Shane. Like, I mean, we, we were given very little chance going into the game um, in, in proper order. Like, I mean, you know, uh, I think Evergreen were going for seven in a row or something like that. So, you know, we were going in and we were under no illusions. We had a tough game. You know, but we we up we up for the game, and we we got you know got together, and we got everyone going, and the whole lot. We got a bit bit of a buzz going, and it just worked for us on the day. And the fact that we actually came back from one nil down and two one down, and win the next time was absolutely fabulous. You know. Yeah, I, I remember playing for four Rangers back when I was about 18, 19. We played an evergreen team and it wasn't obviously a, a, as big of a game as that, but when we were going in the league, we got a big win over evergreen. And you can just, when it, I remember feeling, because I'm from town and feeling part of it, you could just sense how much it meant to everyone getting it over. And that was, what, 14 years ago. So, like, what did it mean to everyone after that victory? I suppose a, bit, a few celebrations were had. Ah, sure, yeah. But look, in, you know... Being realistic, it's only the first round, but it's the fact that who we beat, we beat at the time was, you know, that's that's we're buzzing. Like, I mean, you know, it, it's a pity you wasn't the final. <laughs> it's a funny statement, but you know what I mean. But the lads were buzzing, and like, I mean, you know, we we've had an up and down season. We've um, we started off the beginning of the season. We signed a good few new players and whole lot, and then we, I think, we've lost seven or eight players since the start of the season. Um, you know, for different reasons, and the the season was just kind of getting kind of, you know, kind of leveling out, we'll say. And this is after really just you know giving us another buzz. Now we we're really you know really up for it now at this stage, you know. And you have a big game then coming up in the next round. It doesn't get any easier for you, Freebooters. Ah, yeah, sure. You know, it was nice like when you beat. Evergreen now to get booters in the next round. <laughs> <laughs> I had to read you it know? out myself. I was like, oh no, they're going to kill me out there. Yeah, I was I was listening to the draw. Actually, I turned off the radio when I heard it. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's going to be a bit of spice to that one as well. I hear. Oh, there is, of course. Sure, sure. Emmett, Emmett, his son is is back with Booters now, and sure he'll be playing again as that day, you know. Yeah, so like obviously the Nugent's going up against Nugent's is a story I'm going to be running with. Yeah, well, sure. Look, look, it it, it is what it is. Um, you know, we 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 beat Evergreen. Without Emmett, so you know it's 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 not an issue to us. Like I mean, we have no qualms with it at all. You know, um, he's gone, he's gone, and that's it. But he, I mean, look, I I I don't think I'm our our course here saying that like he is one of the best strikers in Kilkenny. Like so, yeah. you know, he 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 just he just needs to be playing, you know, at a good level. Like you know, but not saying the Ford Rangers is not a good level, but you know, he just he he, he hasn't. You know, he's he's very good. He everything he does is meticulous. Like so, you know, he just he just felt he needed a bit of a change again. You know, and look, fair play to him. We have no problem with it whatsoever. 
and we're actually looking forward to it in the sense that we always have great rivalry with booters. I play with booters myself. Uh, a couple of the players play with booters. So there's a bit of rivalry there in that sense. But it was just a pity that we got booters in the next round. But yeah. um, we'll, be, we'll be totally up for that game. There's no issue there whatsoever. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, you mentioned the season in general kind of being a bit up and down and uh, you, you're currently sitting on eight points, I think, after seven games played. But obviously you're mentioning that Eddie needed to go on and play with, or Emmett needed to go on and play at a different level. But you're getting up to that level now. How are you finding the, the season in general after being promoted? Oh, in the season in general, we're, we're we're happy enough with it. Like as like we were there, we, we played Callum today. As you mentioned we got another point. We had seven points before today. We got a point today off Callum. We we scored in the last minute of the game to draw with Callum. But we, you know, we had the bare eleven today. There was a few lads away. There's a couple of lads injured. The panel is small. Towards at the beginning of the season, we had a very big panel at the beginning of the season, and we thought maybe it might, you know, it might kick on. But then, as I said, we lost players for different reasons and uh, we're, we're back down to the basics now again And uh, but still it's strong and it's a good unit the, you know the, the, they're very much it's a tight unit and if, if, if they do play well and they did against Evergreen like we're, we're a very formidable side like you know and like Booters won't be happy playing us now yeah you, you know, know so yeah, no, it, I, I have no no fear about that. And as we mentioned, the the, the kind of stuff that uh, is involved within the game, all the permutations as well. Bo- booters won't be too happy. Now they're sitting at the top of the league. I was about to say sitting pretty, but you know, Evergreen are just behind them. It's a very uh, tight league in, when you consider that there's only seven teams involved in it. Now we spoke to the KDL about this. Uh, Rob Hickton, the chairperson, he's looking at maybe yeah. next season just going into three divisions. Would that be something that you'd be? Um, kind of in favour of the amalgamation of, of the four divisions into three? Oh, definitely, Shane. I'd be totally in, in, in favour of that. I mean, it, 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 you know, and I hope it happens because, like, with, with a small league like that, say seven teams, that's 12 games. Your season could be gone after three games. Yeah. You know, if you, if you get a bad run and you have a bad, you know, bad form or whatever... But, you know, it needs to be up to nine, maybe ten. I know nine is a nice figure because you can play four games and give a team a weekend off that are looking for a weekend off. But it, it definitely should be up to that. You look at the likes of Wexford League. like They have, I don't know how many teams, many divisions, and they have ten or twelve in each division. Yeah. You know, you know it, it, it makes sense. I know it's going to be hard for clubs... Like, oh, we're not going up, we're not good enough to be up there, and we're not going, you know. But the league just have to make a stance, I think, and just say, right, that's the that's the Premier Division, that's the First Division, and that's the Second Division, and that's it, lads. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens, but it's going to be interesting to see what happens with yourselves. Jim, thanks very much for taking the call. Obviously, you still have a few games left to play in the Premier Division, uh, the McCalma Cup game against Freebooters. I'm buzzing for that one. And obviously, then you have the Mock Lawler Cup to look forward to. Yeah. We'll probably get Evergreen in that. <laughs> I'm not doing the draw, so it won't be my fault that time, Jim. All right, okay, Shadow. I won't blame you, so. <laughs> Jim, thanks ever so much. Okay, buddy, all right. Talk to you soon. Jim Nugent there, uh, Fort Rangers manager, after that big win against Evergreen. They have freebooters in the next round. Doesn't get easier. Uh, we're ourselves, Castle Warren Celtic, we're up against Callan United, who just sit below Fort Rangers in the Premier Division. Not a great result for us today, unfortunately. Drawn two all with River Rangers. It's honestly like a...
as if we don't talk about the Shamrocks enough. We were talking about them all today. Seen some Shamrocks lads back in the Kilkenny team. Own Cody captaining the side for the very first time. But they're going to be having another big day in their calendar. As I said, not that they don't have enough of them. But this is a bit different as our own Eddie Scally is going to put on a spread out in Goran Park. Yes, it is the Shamrocks race day. I'm joined by Thomas Kelly and Dave Gallagher. Gentlemen, thank you very much for coming into us. Thanks very much. Yeah, thank it's, you. It's a big day yeah. coming up for you. Uh, celebrating almost, I know it's a bit after the 50th anniversary, but somewhat of a bit of a celebration for yeah. that. But can you tell us what it's all about? 51 years now. Yeah, 51, this year. yeah. <laughs> but the, the celebration is, for, I suppose, for the 50 years, because that's what the medals will be for. Like the medals are county final medals and Leinster medals and the Club All-Ireland medals. So it's really the celebration. And uh, for our supporters, I suppose, we're, we're rolling a lot of things into one day. Like you have the race day, you have a sort of a, a sort of a dinner dance, a dinner dance, and, a and you have a medals presentation, medals presentation, and, and music and crack and all the rest of it, and a, and, and a raffle and a day out, all in the one go. Best dressed women's and best dressed men's. It's like a proper day at the races, so <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and uh, there's going to be a full race card, is there? There's going to be a full race card. The race card will be starting at half one till about five, half five, and then when the race is, is finished, there's going to be music by Champagne up in the rooftop restaurant. Oh, lovely! As well, so it's going to be a full day out. Um, the like, Champagne actually were the band that were there the, the Tiestes day and the Tiestes day I think was this year was one of the was the biggest um, Tiestes for a long long time it was absolutely rocking I can S- confirm that on so, that day same lads same lads we're hoping for the same buzz and like, Tomas like the, the, the support that you get out in the Shamrocks it doesn't just I think kind of stay within the locality I think the, chan- the, the fact that they champion kind of Kilkenny hurling at a club level is it, it can't be underestimated. So it's probably worth it to say that it's not just for members of the club. Oh no, this this day is for anyone at all. Like uh, like the tickets are sixty five euro a ticket. We say that's for the meal presentation. Like you're going to be sitting down with the likes of TJ, on Cody, Richie. Like a lot of them are they're all superstars. Like and they're going to have the cups on the display as well like to win nine club all Ireland titles is a serious unbelievable for such a small parish like Ballyhale compared to James Stevens, Dixborough Lachlan's like very small members compared to the rest of them and to achieve so much in 50 years it's just amazing like you know and like even to go up on the club all Ireland they you had people come from all parts of Kilkenny, Twan, just the Shamrocks, Ballyhale, Nachtover, Nachtmylan, it's from everywhere. So, you know, the, it's great to see the county get behind the club as well, like, for things like that. So, so it, that's what you mean by saying it, it's open to everybody to come out and have everyone, a great yeah. day. Now, I've been fortunate enough to see TJ Reid on a hurling pitch, but I'm fortunate enough to see him on the golf course out in Goran Park, as he was kind of part of the launch of the Tiestes chase. So, if he's, uh, if you know, maybe keep him away from the golf course, but... Yeah, know, I think that could be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, were you quite proud to see Owen Cody captain the side today? Owen is a f- fabulous player. Like he's only a young lad, like and to achieve so much. We say club all earns county titles. You know he's a very strong player. He's very good on the ball, free taking. He, he's going to be another star. And um, Shamrocks are lucky to have so many. And um, what is it about? What's in the water out there in those three areas that you mentioned? Um. Well, 
It's not the water. <laughs> like, you'd see the young lads, um, we say, especially during the summer, they're going over to the field, they're playing hurling morning, noon and night. Like, if Christmas Day was a very hot day, all the kids would be there playing hurling. Last year, one of the days last year, Shamrocks were playing, I don't know, was it a junior match or that, and the president of GA was passing by and he saw a young lads coming in on the bike so he decided to go in and he sat down and looked at a uh, Shamrock's match there like so you know it's great to see that kind of thing happening as well like and like the success doesn't just happen at the club level as well because you can see the likes of Derek Harkin and Dean Mason they went and won the Fitzgibbon for themselves as well Dean Mason just being in goal and we were talking about like just from an Intercounty perspective when I was talking to Aidan Taggy Fogarty it's just about the wealth of and dearth of talent in, in the goalkeeping aspect where well, Owen Murphy got himself a point today as well you have Aidan Tallis you have Darren Brennan then you have Dean Mason as well like uh, Dean he, there are a few games this year only for Dean mm. you know Shamrocks could have been bet he's a great keeper he's so young like he's a great future we were just saying that on the way in actually yeah I mean the Nace game the Kilmacud games there were there were games throughout the year that Dean Mason kept Shamrocks in the game and and as well as that then he has that the UL uh, Fitzgibbon Cup t- twice yeah. in the goal both years like he, he wasn't on the panel he was in the goal for, for those campaigns um, he has five county t- county titles where he was in the goal for Shamrocks Um He's a fabulous shot stopper, and uh, he's a great he's a great goalie. Thank you. You've just thinking about some of the, the the players that have been throughout the years. You think of the Fenleys, and then, then you think of the Shefflins now as well. And was you expecting to be getting Henry down for the rest? Is he too busy up in Galway now? Hopefully, hopefully he'll make an appearance. Um, we're hoping that we'll get a good crowd. Like um, we know. Uh, this this t- time of year it's kind of hard as well with, with with the way things are but we're just hoping to get a big crowd for the race day to celebrate with the Shamrocks their 50th anniversary but their success as well like Is there a fundraising aspect to this then as well? Are you raising funds for anything in particular? Development of the club Yeah we are, yeah. We're, 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 we have a, a race day uh, programme and uh, we're selling sponsorship or advertising um, in that for... Well, we started, obviously, with local companies, just asking local companies. Um, they would have all got a letter or a call or a text or whatever. Um, but we actually have... We have three options in the, in the race card. We have a full-page option, uh, a half-page option, and a thing that actually Kilkenny GA did last year, um, almost by accident, an acknowledgement page. And uh, as it turns out, it was because they had run out of pages. So (laughs) people that were late um, paid less money, a good bit less money, but got like their company name, you know, sort of whatever you'd be like, T&M, Murphy, um, Stonemasons, Mullinavat, whatever whatever it might be. So we're, we're, we're planning on doing that. And um, at fifty quid a go, I mean, it's open to anybody, individuals, couples. If you know, we'll put your name on a kind of best wishes or a congratulations page uh, for fifty euro. So we're hoping that it, there'll be a big take up on that. And again, that's open to we'll we'll take fifty quid from Dunamagan people, <laughs> Mullivat people, Carrickstown, but we don't care. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be an absolutely monumental day and it's a kind of nice way to get the community together as well, isn't it? Oh, it is. Like, e- even on the day itself, like, um, they're going to be a man by the name of Kevin Ryan, racing TV's yeah. Kevin Ryan. He's going to be 
doing a chat and giving a few tips like so that that itself is a great thing for any of the horse scores and that like is and they're going to be people coming down from the GA as well like in Dublin and Leinster to give out the, the medals for their presentation as well like it'd be so. a while they're giving out medals it could be uh, <laughs> no, county medal the county medal Leinster medal all Ireland medals sure you may as well give Dean yeah, and we'll, their, their Fitzgibbon medals we'll put, we'll, put, we'll put him in a kitchen bag or what you call those 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 bags you just get your whole your bundle of medals in one go I was out at the National School ahead of the, the all Ireland as well and just to see the, the youth as you were mentioning being out playing and just having the support and the, the, the reverence that they hold towards the legends of the club it's it, it just really bodes well for the future. Maybe not so much with myself with a, as a James Stevens man, but you know I see it around the village as well. But you know it's just uh, it, it's amazing to kind of think about the community spirit that uh, the GEA offers, especially when you have a side that have been so prolific over the past fifty-one years now. Like even you go down to the field with say any night the senior team are training, and you could have Camogie train, you could have underage underage boys train, and even to see the girls in Camogie they're standing back and they're looking at TJ Owen Richie like these type of players coming from the same club like it's unreal like and boys girls are just looking up to them and it's great for young people to see that um you know what? How hard the lads are working as well. Like that. Oh, you're seeing brothers play with brothers as well. Like all throughout the squad, you know, you're seeing a real kind of sibling uh, love and, and and rivalry almost as well on the pitch because everyone wants to make county oh, as well. Ab- so. Absolutely. Over the years, like you would have had, you would have had John, Tommy, Henry, and and Paul Shefflin. Mm. You would have Bob. Bob and Mark Elward, you have obviously the Reeds, Paddy, Owen, TJ and Richie. Um, the Corcorans then, you have Dara and Killian now and their cousin Ronan. Mm. And uh, Ronan's, Ronan's sister is the full back on the Camogie team. <laughs> and she tell you herself, she, she's not in there to make friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the Finleys as well. You know, go back to the school, um, we actually have a village man and a very proud village man as the principal of the school, Tomas O'Dowd. Mm. And um, We'll always, I would be talking to him at the gate now, collecting the lads, and uh, so would you, Tom. Uh, but when Shamrocks are playing, he'd always say, like, I wish ye the best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> you might be too happy now that you said that on him. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, you know, he's... Uh, he, he's there in the school 20-something years at this stage, but, you know always a village man, always will be. But I mean, like, he's still training the lads, and I mean, Ballyhill National School is pretty famous. I don't know how they ever got past this, the school inspectors for this, for going out hurling that little break, big break, <laughs> and and in the afternoon, um, and still still producing kids that are good at maths and good at Irish and good yeah, at English yeah. and all the rest of it, and a lot of whom actually go on to become teachers themselves, which I always think is a great sign of the National School. It certainly is. Well, um, it's all going down in early March, is it? Is there the 11th of March. 11th of March. Uh, if people want to find out more information, if they want to purchase their tickets or indeed if they want to get on the the, the, the race card where can they go to? The, uh, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter uh, Shamrocks Ballyhale uh, Facebook page and Twitter you have the juvenile Twitter as well so we keep posting about the events and about the sponsorship like and the meals everything like you can find out on Facebook but yeah. race tickets on their own we're selling next weekend uh, outside Carol's shop in October 
Lovely. And again, that's, uh, you know where that is and, and it's a big stop off point for, for Dunhamagan people and, and Newmarket and Hoganstown as well and Mullivat. But we'll be selling them all all weekend. Friday, Saturday and just, Sunday. Just the race ticket. Yeah, yeah. Right, so the race ticket to buy it that we- next weekend will be a tenner but if you're to pay going in to the race and on the day is 15 ok so this is a, this is a very big year for Tomas he, he, four weeks ago he became the, the juvenile club PRO congratulations Tomas and then last Friday he became the senior club PRO <laughs> he did such a good job <laughs> such a good job well we'll have it up on scoreline.ie as well during the week we'll have an article and give people links if uh, they wish to go out what well, sounds like it's going to be a fantastic day always a great day out in Goan Park no matter what's going on but the celebration of the Shamrocks the 50 year anniversary in the 51st year but we'll be in <laughs> leagues and all Ireland's and Leinster titles and medals being given out on the day. Best dress as well, so wear your finest. Gentlemen, thank you so much for coming into us here. Thank, thank you. Much, That's Dave Gallagher and Tomas Kelly from the Shamrocks ahead of their big race day, the Holm Plants Rental Day on March the 11th. Sounds like it's going to be a corker. I'm joined by people who have two days left in their Freezebury Challenge. Kieran, Megan, Rob and Ashleen are joining me in the studio. Rob, I'm going to start with you. First of all, can you tell me what in the name of Jesus is Freezebury? Freezebury is a, it's basically a cold water challenge where on the 1st of February you get into any open body of water for one minute. Add a minute then for each day of the month. Um, Demi and Brown initially kicked it all off back in 2019. He popped a challenge on Instagram and it was Neil Gunn in here in Kilkenny that said, all right, I'll do it. And then he roped in others. I think Shea Mullen was one of the original people to get in with him and do the first month of Freezebury here in Kilkenny and then just kicked on from there. Now, you're a bit of a pro when it comes to this uh, open water cold. I would, is it swimming or is it dipping? What is it? Surviving at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're doing an unbroken swim. So you've been basically getting into the cold water for what, nearly... Over three years, maybe? Just over, uh, well, three years is a ways off, yeah, but we've just passed the two-year mark there on the 1st of January. So Every day? Every day. Wind, snow, rain, hailstones, anything you can think of, we've been in it. And you've so. gotten a few people now to join you for this challenge. Maybe they might be joining you on their own unbroken swim. I'm going to start with you, Megan. Is this your first Freezebury that you've been participating yeah, in? Yeah, this is my first, and at first I was like, not a hope, no way. Um, I think you were asking me in January, was it? January. Uh, yeah, yeah, like the whole month, please do it, please do it. And I was like, no. And then what happened was Neil and Robbie said to me, um, that's for a good cause. And they explained that's for mental health and people who have committed suicide and that the money raised for this will go towards helping them. So... With that, I bought a dry robe and 20 pairs of fluffy socks and two days later I was in the river. <laughs> and Ashlyn, the, the, the fundraising aspect cannot be understated, but to fundraise you need to do things like getting it on the radio and having a chat, but you also need to have a bit of a social media presence as well. Are you the one looking after the social media on this? I'm not. I can't no. take the credit for that now or this man beside me here will have a serious falling out. No, that'd be the lovely Robbie no, who's fun. looking after the social media, but Meg now is great at the old TikToks and the reels. Um, look, we all we all post our pictures and our videos every day and like Meg said, like primarily for raising funds for mental health, but we've met some good pals along 
along the way as well um, and we're having a good laugh um, yeah it's great yeah Kieran, I was just going to ask like there seems to be more and more people getting in the water as it goes along were you in it from the start? Uh, yeah so I decided to do it this year um, basically I read up a little bit about cold water immersion and uh, I, I carry a lot of anxiety and stuff internally in myself and I read that you're, this is very good for your vagus nerve and calm and that kind of stuff down so it's something I wanted to do last year never did and regretted it and then this year I just decided to kind of go for it so uh, with that my sister bought me a dry rope <laughs> and away I went but it's literally hard to take the plunge as well especially if, if, if you're you know I've, I've someone that suffered with anxiety as well and just putting yourself out there in a social kind of setting which this seems to be very much a social setting can be quite difficult have you found the cold water immersion to help you on a personal level? Yeah definitely you know definitely I, I, I think it doesn't give you time to think your brain stops yeah. Yeah. when you're in the water you, you really can't focus on anything other than what you're doing at that time and as the minutes get longer it gets an awful lot harder to do on your own I started the first five or six days kind of going out on my own my sister would come with me just for safety reasons and stuff when you're getting into the river of course but um, after that then when the time gets longer it just gets so hard and when you meet nice people like this they take your mind off it too and you can kind of singing songs singing songs and basically having a laugh down at the river and we went to the beach a couple of days as well which was very good is there a difference Robin say the, the, the river and the beach now obviously being in Ireland it's going to be quite cold no matter what body of water that you're getting into but I, I, I've I've done a few of these myself I've always found the river particularly difficult to get into but I love being in the sea do you find that? Uh, the river will always be colder than the sea um, but what can get you at the sea is the wind so that wind chill will really make it feel like it's colder than what it actually is um, but like going to, going to the beach is a highlight because you're you're getting out of the dirty river, yeah, basically. Like, you know, you can go to a beach, and you have the sand and like that. You might have to hop on and go jump in the sauna then after it. Yeah. We were down in Wexford last weekend at Cairn Beach, and we used the Soulfire Wexford sauna down there and just made a day of it. Going to a beach, yeah. That's what you're going to do. Farsi was tough, though. The waves. <laughs> yeah, we went to Kilfarsi about, I think it was day seven, and uh, the tide was... Uh, ripping in and it was a bad idea so we went to Tramore where the, we thought the waves would have changed <laughs> did the, the time so that you spend in the first beach add yeah. to your time in the second yeah, one or did you have to start again <laughs> back in start again uh, Megan on. you mentioned the fundraising aspect of it as well are you raising it for a particular charity yeah, or we're raising it for Chuckdown and um, Local charity. Yeah, local charity in Kilkenny, yeah. Yeah, that's, br- that's brilliant. It's it's great to see the different, like, we've had the lads on Fighting to Light that we're raising money for Chalk Tom. You see the likes of Stephen Murphy, who cycled all around Ireland yeah. to raise money for Chalk Tom. It's brilliant to see local people getting behind local charities because at the end of the day, where the facilitator or the facilitators are going to be meeting people like ourselves or people that we do know. So it's brilliant that the fundraising efforts have been done for a local charity. Ashlyn, is is there a, a way for people to donate in particular? Or yeah, there is indeed. So we have an I donate page. Um, so if anyone wants to give us a follow on Instagram, uh, Kilkenny, Kilkenny Freesbury. Yeah. yeah um, the link is in the bio there. Um, we have a target of I think what it's fifteen hundred at yeah. the moment. Yeah, we We're started with a thousand, yeah. and then we hit that and then we pumped it up brilliant 1500 and I don't think we'll break I think in 2020 we raised over 10,000 for Chalk Tom so unless we get a big push from all the nice folks out there this year you know the price for coffee goes a long way 
um, when many people pick it up and throw it in so every little penny counts is it many people picking themselves and throwing themselves in literally to the river like because oh, I've, I've I've seen photos where you were, went down to Dummer East for the last day and there was huge numbers there are you expecting big numbers as we approach what two more days um, I don't know I think so the year we did that like we obviously had Covid and everyone had so much free time in their hands and you know there was a lot of unknown and there was none not there was none people wanted to get outside when the restrictions kind of eased and it was yeah the water was a great place for people to do it and the amount of people that have taken the water since COVID is phenomenal I said but hopefully we can get as many people to come down to the where we're going to do it Tuesday we haven't set up a time yet but um, we'll stick that on our social media you might join us, Shane. Yeah, I might take the plunge myself. I don't know about the 28 minutes, but for sure I'll be there in spirit. Are you bringing the sauna along to that one, no? I'll bring a small sauna. We'll bring the hot water bottles. Uh, Kieran, you mentioned the mental health benefits that it brings. Um, I'm someone that suffers quite a lot with kind of physical injuries, uh, whether it be my shoulder, my knee, basically I'm crocked. Have you noticed uh, much of that um, in, in turn? Like I, I speak to David Jones, who I'll be speaking to very, very soon. He's a massive proponent for for ice water and putting himself through that. Do you notice any benefits from a physical level? Yeah, no, definitely. You see an awful lot of benefits for your whole body, really. Um, like Before I would have done this, I would have aches and pains from injuries years ago, and they, they do ease, and definitely I'm moving easier and and the gym sessions aren't as sore Dom's doesn't last as long as oh. you well know yourself mm. it, it is yeah. probably one of the best things you can do you're not, you're not half as sore getting out and it's something after February that I'm definitely going to keep on I don't know will I do an unbroken swim, swim <laughs> with the boys well. but um, <laughs> well. I, I will definitely keep this on because it, quite literally it has yeah. made me feel so much better yeah. inside and out I was going to ask you, Megan, is this something yourself and yourself, Ashley, and indeed, uh, would keep on? I know Rob's not going to stop, but... <laughs> you know, it, it, it's good to do a thousand, thousand isn't it? Yeah. the new challenge, yeah. Is I think it, after that, when, then you'll want to keep going. There's no way, there's absolutely no way when you get to the <laughs> thousand and one day, you're yeah. not going to get into the water. Except from day one, I'm going to stop the day after Neil's. So <laughs> if Neil stops on a thousand, yeah. I ain't going to stop on a thousand and one. Neil, uh, Neil Gunnan, who we've had on the, the show numerous times from New Gamma Fitness, uh, NG Fitness which is Neil Gunning Uh, in terms of tomorrow then 27 minutes obviously and then 28 minutes in February so what happens for you after like when you're doing your own broken swim do you set a time for yourself I the clock and not worry about it I never really feel like it so we just back into normal routine go down jump in chill out jump out whenever I feel good onto the next day well it sounds brilliant if people want to even myself if I'm going to go down on the Tuesday where can I follow all the information then Ashley so it's at Kilkenny Freesbury on Instagram um, yeah and we'd love any support on Tuesday so if you just follow us on that we'll confirm times if anyone wants to come down cheer us on bring coffee get in, uh, get in. bring yeah. your own dry robe uh, bring your own dry robe we're looking for sponsorship of dry robes no I'm only messing <laughs> yeah we'd well, appreciate any support well it sounds brilliant you said the idea on a page all the information is up on that social media Kieran, Megan, Rob and Ashley and I wish you nothing but the best hopefully I'll be seeing you Tuesday as well but it looks like it's a fantastically fun initiative done in a safe environment down in the Weir as well because some changes have been made down there recently big changes yeah well big changes but uh, yeah we have a concrete pat now instead of a lot of muck that turned the motion <laughs> so that's huge and to put in new steps uh, makes it accessible for a lot of people then as well so but as always, if you're going to the river, just make sure to, you know, be aware and, you know, check the surroundings, be comfortable, don't go on your own, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and uh, yeah, be safe. 
and just as well shout out to Niall Tracy that uh, <laughs> has made it to day 26 and finally dunked his head today so he finally oh, took the plunge to go on Niall that's a, big, that's a big part of it isn't <laughs> it well, it took me a year so <laughs> fair <laughs> <to> him <laughs> and we actually should uh, give a shout out to all the everybody teams. everybody, everybody yeah. Yeah. and anyone who's supported us so far thank you yeah. so much it means a lot yeah <laughs> That has been Scoreline Extra. Thank you so much for listening to the show, as in Scoreline Extra, or if you were listening in live and just wanted to listen back over. Very much appreciate it. We are live every Saturday and Sunday from 2 to 6. So turn that dial to 96FM and listen to KCLR Scoreline. For now, I've been Shane. Stay safe, stay sane, and remember, above all else, you're sound out. <laughs>